Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to Queen City King, season two. Dos. Season two, so new season, who does? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, uh, it's Nefarious. City. And um, we are here to... Talk music. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely think I want to talk about... There's so much happening in music right now, in hip-hop specifically, but music for the whole world. But um, there's so much that I want to talk about, from Cardi B to Little Nas X to The Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. Nicki Minaj... Uh, it's so much going on right now. But first, um, it's been a while. You know, if you guys have been listening to our last podcast, which is like months ago, to uh, today, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's been some time. We've been long time. Yeah. I almost forgot how this place looked. Yeah, yeah. It's, I almost it, forgot how to get here. I didn't know the code to get in. I'm glad you texted me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew what was up. I knew what was up. Um, but uh, so much in life has changed. So much has changed for me. Um, my birthday, you know, I'm, I'm a Gemini, by the way. Um, the most hated zodiac AKA sign. AKA craziest hell. You see, the most hated zodiac sign. Can we, <laughs> you know what? Let's just, just stop right there. I'm just saying. <laughs> why are Geminis, why, do, why are we so much, so hated? Yeah, I ain't saying you hate it. Oh, I'm saying though. I'm just saying, call a spade a spade, you know. Lord, I'm saying we are hated because I've had people block me. On dating sites, when they find out I'm a Gemini, wow. like is that serious? Yeah, some people are that serious about their zodiacs. They really feel wholehearted. Like, hold on, wait a minute, you're you're a Capricorn. I don't fuck with Capricorn. Right, yeah, they don't line up with <laughs> what the charts say. I should be lining up with. Yeah, but like Gemini's might be at the top of that list. I'm just saying, <laughs> Libras, Libras are like the lowest on the on the hated list because like we're the best. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, so you're the Libra. I'm, of course, I'm a Libra. Oh, it's not biased at all, everyone. It's not biased. No, I'm not. It's not biased. I'm just saying, like, if you Geminis want to statistically, the yeah, then Gemini's are the best. <laughs> Those are what the facts say. The, st- the statistics say it all. Anyway, but my birthday was June 8th, and I turned uh, 26. So um, it was a wild, wild, wild birthday. Past that mark. Yeah. At 25, Mark. I know. I'm almost 30 now. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway there. Could you imagine 30-year-old me? Holy crap. I would be a mess. I'm a mess now. But um, You would be better. Yeah, I hope so. Um, But speaking of being better, I've chosen to – I will tell you guys this. This is the first podcast I've done sober. Me so, too. Yeah. And so is uh, a City – Ah, look at you. About to come by my government. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> City as well. We're both sitting here actually sober. Um, Ish. I'm sober. Yeah, I'm sober too. Yeah, I'm sober. And um, I was I just going to say I'm high on life is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I used to say that, then I got high. No, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> then, I got high. <laughs> yeah. then I got high. Don't smoke or anything like that. Never did. But high on life was my excuse. You know, um... You, it's weird. You think clear, mm-hmm. um, think more rational. Um, I'm, I will say I'm a bit more agitated. You know what? I got past that. I've gotten past. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like the first, because I, in case it's not just a sober day for me. It's been like a couple of months. Actually, it'll be a month tomorrow for me. Wow. Yeah. We doing big things in the Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> Neff, we doing big things. No. But yeah, man. So what I have noticed was a, a, a what's the word? S word. Sensational appetite increase. If y'all can see me right now, my gut is huge. I got like a Homer oh, Simpson no. stomach. You know, I was gonna talk to you about that too. Yes. But yes. but I'm gonna talk to you off off the podcast. Oh, but, okay, cool. But no, um, <laughs> I mean you do. F- Certain things do you do put the energy into certain a- different aspects of your life, mm-hmm. um, so you have to be careful when you do quit doing something to not pick up another habit. Yes, and eating has definitely, so definitely become a thing for me. Yeah, you know how they say like <laughs> energy is not created, can be created or destroyed, it can only it's be transferred. transferred. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of you just put it into a different place. But so be careful out there if you're quitting any type of. Drugs or alcohol, just be prepared of what's going to take that place. You know, maybe chewing gum, maybe exercising, maybe drinking water, maybe drinking flavor that. water, <laughs> Ooh. sex, um, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sex could work. Yeah, it works. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so things are good. Um, life is 
going pretty good for me as well. So I'm in a better place now, which is why I kind of want to start it back up with the podcast with um, with City. So we'll hopefully be bringing you guys some new, refreshing content, sober mm-hmm. content, to show that we can still deliver the uh, the same energy on podcasts as before, sober. Um, I think it'd be the same energy, less slurred words on my beh- <laughs> on my behalf at least. Less it's just <laughs> less every vulgar thing. Uh, I was like telling my mom, I was like, you can listen to this one. I think. I hope. <laughs> yeah, because the other ones, not so much. We'd be ratchet. But uh, <laughs> it is like, yeah. So, so just be prepared for what's to come. I'm gonna be a, a lot more consistent as well. So, that aside. Um, let me tell you guys what I want to talk about. What's been on my mind recently? The baby, pet. Um, local I, star. Yeah, definitely local star. Rep Charlotte. He's he always be walking around Charlotte because I see it on his Instagram. His his videos are around Uptown where okay. he's like you know walking around and doing whatever. Beating so, up people in the Louis stores and South Park Mall. Yes, I mean, <laughs> don't run up on him. You already knew. He's energy. Right? Yes. He's about that life. Dude's like 36 and 0 right now. Right. <laughs> beating up every every person that stays up. Say the music trash, he's going to whoop your ass. Uh, just know something, that. right? But um, I just want to talk because he is refreshing. Talking about things that are refreshing, right? So I, he's a refreshing. Um, uh, piece of new music new music in the hip hop yeah. community he's not tradi- traditional rapper he doesn't try to copy what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. he has his own flow he's bringing fun back to videos and the music he kind of reminds me of uh, what's that guy that was on Love and Hip Hop that uh that had the, the perm he was talking to that, that the older chick uh, uh, he had that young jock he, <laughs> he reminds me of a young jock how young, young jock. jock used to have fun <laughs> he had fun in music he had fun videos, and he kind of reminds me of that yeah. a whole lot. I, I think I like what he's doing. Uh, I like how he's still representing, you know, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how he took the momentum that came from that news story about what happened in uh, Walmart. Yeah. And um, he took that fame and that 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 popularity that came from that and right. said, I'm going to drop music for you guys. Yeah. Y'all checking for me anyway. It's It's funny how that works, how people just started – I got a friend that's from Pennsylvania. He came down like a long time ago, like right right around the time that it happened. And he was like, "Yeah, man, he popping all the way up north." Like, and they heard about what happened at Walmart, and they just like feeling him because of that. I'm like, "Wow, really? Because he because he shot somebody?" And I guess it was all about a lot of rappers are not. I guess they don't seem like they're really about the things that they rap about. Well, I think it was also nice to know that he you know defended his family too. That too. You know, I, yeah. I think that was something that I that I was like, oh, th- I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, same. I would do the same. Exactly. I hope to do the same, you know? Exactly. If somebody ran up on me like that, when I'm with my kids and my wife or girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. no, you're going to get these. <laughs> bullets, hands. These bullets, hands. Whatever. Either or, necessary. and or. Or both, you know? <laughs> and or. Either or, and or. So, um, I, I, I like that. And, and his flow is different. It's, it, I haven't really heard anyone rap like him before yeah i'm trying to think about that yeah i I don't (laughs) i don't i don't think either it's nah that's what makes him that that refreshing Mm -hmm. that is new is different and the beats be fire yeah he like talks raps with the music oh yeah and with the beat it's weird it's hard to explain. I was ha- I was happy song. that him and J Cole got on the track together. You gonna play the song? No, I was gonna look it up because I was um oh. I didn't know the actual name of it. And I wanted to put it out there for people just in case they wanted to to go and look it up. It's called um, Under the Sun. It's also featuring uh, Lute, I guess I'm not sure how you say his name L U T E. But it's it's he held his own. I was like, as soon as I seen it pop up on my radar, I said, Oh, I'm playing this. I gotta because you know J Cole always talking about you know. Burning rappers on his tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that flow is just 
As far as you should have let him get right to that first verse. Oh, that was, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. First, hey. first nigga run up, I'm bodying it. Hey. <laughs> Don't yeah. want to get like you know copyrighted or something. I don't True. I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> well, well, he made no money off this one yet, so he can't get nothing. Okay, good. You play some more. Yeah, if it's not monetized, we good. Hey. Buy me it. Hey. He lied to you, nigga. So that's the baby. Um, yeah. So shout out to the baby. Uh, shout out to his flow. Shout out to his his verses on the J Cole uh, piece. Yeah, um, it was actually his first track on the um, on the Dreamville album. Okay, I haven't had a chance to listen to that. I was I was planning on listening to it yesterday, but yeah, yeah, things happened. But he been promoting that thing pretty hard too, and I, I like what J Cole did on looks that like too. Looks like it's gonna hit number one too. The album? Mm-hmm. I like what J. Cole did on it, how he took a bunch of artists that aren't known. I think he might use producers, too, that aren't known, and put them on tracks yeah. with people who they would have otherwise never been able to be on a track with right. before unless they was already known in the yeah. industry. So that's pretty cool. What yeah, he's doing. he definitely put together people. Yeah, There's a lot of people that I don't know. That's, that's what he was saying. Yeah, you're not going like, to know these people. It's, yeah. it's, 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 in the, it's cool because it's like, hey, you know, a lot of people don't won't know who you are, but give me your most fire verse. Mm-hmm. Give me the most you can give on this verse. Oh, yeah. And let's put you out there. And um, I've heard some good things, and I haven't been able to actually listen to the good things yet, but I will. We'll give you a piece of it right now, right, TJ. Cool. Let's, let's, let's see if we can give you a piece of it. All right, come on, J. Cole. I love the beat to this song. I don't know if a bunch of people caught that last little few couple <laughs> bars he I put together. Well, I don't know. <laughs> he he put that together, yo. I think he say, uh, 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 let me see what he said. Let me see. I think I got it right here. Because J. Cole be putting together verses that um that people don't be really catching that well. But I think he said something about people, dogs. Uh, we they, something, they dogs till we send strays at them. How many bullets your dog catching? Sawed off raw dog ashing. S- send them up, hope God catch them. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. yeah, J. Cole, we put it together, but I actually did. I wanted to get to the baby. I wanted to get to the baby verse on this because he had a whole bunch of, he had a whole bunch of, Kim, uh, people want him to do a song with Kendrick as well. And mm. I don't think he's, he's never done, he's never been on a track with Kendrick at all, right? Mm. J. Cole. Yeah. Yes. He has? Mm-hmm. Was it a track with him or was he featured on a J. Cole track? They've had a song together. They both feature on their own songs. It was um, about two years ago where J. Cole featured on a Kendrick song, Kendrick featured on J. Cole's song. Gotcha. Gotcha. But uh, I was impressed because I, I would think to myself, like, I the baby on a song with J. Cole. You got to hold your own because this dude be coming with the heat. And I wasn't let down. I wasn't let down. Let me see. I'm going to go ahead and put it together real quick. Hey, hey. 
when I come put that on on your ass and I did, they gon' want me to snitch in my interview. I'm on vibe, bitch, I'm lit, but I'm really cool. Don't acknowledge the shirts when they ridicule. They don't come out at the dark, bitch, I swim with the sharks. You ain't got enough heart, get a bigger pool. Wanna fight, but he bigger. I ain't really trippin'. Reach under my shirt, grab a bigger tool. I got a glock with a deal, let's get physical. They gon' be hollering, out ripping, they missing you. They got me started, I might as well finish it. I'm from Charlotte, you know how these niggas do. And I just realized I did some. The, the whole reason that this J. Cole put this together was to, to put uh, a light on artists that we don't know. And I just listened to two verses that didn't have anything to do <laughs> with the artist. We're we going we gonna to play them at the end of the cast. We're going to make sure we get loot in on this. All right. Uh, okay. Bet. But yeah, I, the cadence that the baby raps on is. Um, it's different. Yeah, like, like when I, mean, when I first heard it, I couldn't even catch it. I had to listen to it back again. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow, this dude really, he raps on a different um, rhyme scheme than other people really do. So Yeah, I'm going to have to, I really, I, I'm going to have to analyze it a little bit more. Yeah. But it, it is different. Um, another rapper out there for me that, um, that does something different for the rap game is Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Um, now, I did, you know, listen to her whole album, Fever. Now, every song wasn't a hit for me. It's, it's like that when you first album. But sometimes. I did appreciate the work ethic that she put. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I mean, the song with the baby, Cash Shit. Yes. That song's fire. It's a very, very simple song, but it 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 does what it's supposed to do. Like, it's, it's great. And her flow is also different, too. She be putting bars together. I don't like the way your uh, phone has more bass than mine. Uh, <laughs> so this is an iPhone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Megan. Hey, so there's another verse about the baby that where he kills it. <laughs> um, then her song Simon Says. The Juicy J, fire song. Is that on the radio? I thought I heard. I think I. Was, I think I may have heard this on uh, the radio. There you go. Yeah, I was walking <laughs> to this in the car the other day. Thank you. Hey, 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 hey. All right, so shout out to Megan these Stallion. Shout out to Juicy J after, like, been in the game for, I know. Like, <laughs> since I was born and, like, still making hot music. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell, too. This, when I heard this beat anyway, I was like, this is a Juicy J beat. <laughs> and then Juicy he probably made it. the beat, right? Right, and it's like, this is definitely, so I... I mean, I don't know if you made the beat, but yeah. I hope, you know, she heard that beat. She was like, this is a Juicy J beat. Mm -hmm. I need Juicy J on this beat. Some beats just, it, it sounds just like the rapper, and you just needed that rapper on it. Gotcha. That beat was made just for him. And I like how her flow was a, a little bit similar to his mm -hmm. inside her verses. So I, so I, I like Megan Thee Stallion because she's something yet again fresh now for the rap community. I want to say like the female rap game because it's not just about the females rap Exactly. Don't whole. separate it. They, yeah. They're yeah. all rappers. Right? My favorite rapper uh -huh. is a female. Who so. is it? You know I'm my favorite rapper. Well, okay, I'm going to take that back. Who is it? My second favorite rapper is, is... a female. My first favorite rapper is Drake. Okay, I'm who's sorry. the second? Dreezy. Oh, yeah, I you do Dre like Dreezy. Yeah, I, I love Dreezy. Yeah. I love her flow, man. I, I love think, I, I love the way her. she do her, her thing, man. She, so. She's different, too. Like, yeah. She's very different. But she's been um, she's been coming up, up you know, a bit yeah. more. It's funny because I, I, I used to listen to her mixtapes and, like, one of her first albums came, that she came out with. And I've noticed that. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. I don't hear the necessary hunger that she used to have because I could tell she's getting money now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't want her to lose that edge, that Chicago edge that she had mm -hmm. when she was fresh out the streets. Like, so she, I don't think she's dropped the out or any new music recently that I've heard of, besides that one that she had with Cash Doll, uh, mm -hmm. Chanel no. Slides or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, back to yeah. Megan the oh, Stallion. Yeah. Uh, she is great. She's refreshing. Um, and, you know, I'm, we out here trying to have. A hot boy summer, you know, <laughs> as Megan said. Yeah. 
let me drive the boat. You know, if you guys know, that's <laughs> Megan's phrase right there. Um, and I like her um, relationship with Wale, too. They hang out a lot. Um, I like how she's no no drama. She's not about drama. Um, she always talks about who influences her. Um, she always talks about who okay. she likes. She's always rapping other artist songs. So I think she's – and she's in school still. Yeah, I, I thought that – She's I, in college. So <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm in college, and I got a song on the Hot 100. You know, I, how I, does I, that know. work out? Like, she's just she's – Like, you in class, people just looking at you like – yeah, you in class with me though, that's, like for real. I know, like that's <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. Like, <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> nobody in class. Well, at least the guys. Right. Okay, nobody focus. Like, <laughs> I'm in the class with Megan. But the people gotta, stallion. you know, be educated too. You know, <laughs> and she also recently performed um, on the BET pre award show, so that was pretty right. good. So, and, you know, Cardi B performed on the pre award show. Then the next year, she performed on the Grammys, mm-hmm. and she, she performed on BET itself. And now she's opening up for the BET Awards. So, so that, that, that pre-BET Awards performance is kind of like a precursor to your career. It could yeah. be. So right. uh, as long as she keeps with the momentum, I think, especially with this album, she keeps performing, she goes on tour. She has, she's going on tour soon. So as long as she keeps doing that and she'll be... Who is she signed with? I don't know. I think it's like 300 Entertainment or something weird. Might be. Like, I wonder who the major label is behind it because usually a label that you don't know of is backed by a really major label. Especially like when you're getting the spins like she's getting. And I like how she always on Instagram Live talking to her fans, her hot girls, as she likes to call them. Mm-hmm. So she's always talking to them. She'll be like eating and she's, you know, sitting there talking to her Speaking fans. Speaking of which, I don't follow Megan on Instagram, so I'm about to go ahead oh, and do that like to. now. You got to. Yeah, I'm about to go ahead and put that on my. You drive the boat. So she's, uh, she's great. Um, another new rapper to the community. And this is a good year for hip-hop, too. I mean, wow. Uh, a good year for hip-hop, a good year for rap, you know, music in general. What about um, Lil Nas X, 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 X? That's not his name. It's just Lil Nas X. Uh, what do you think about him? What do you think about his song, Old Town Road? I'm not going to lie. That was one of the songs that actually had to grow on me. But once it grew on me, every time it come on the radio, I'll be rocking with it. Right. I can't even lie. That's what's funny to me. Unlike Despacito, which is, you know, was a popular song that was everywhere, always on the radio, that song got old to me. I don't like it anymore. I hate it when they play it in clubs. Is that his song? No, Despacito is Justin Bieber. Okay. And, and um, some other people. Daddy Yankee, I think. <clears throat> but Justin Bieber, you know, speaking Spanish and singing Spanish on the song is what made it popular. Gotcha. So on that song, was actually was like, 17 weeks it was on the charts. So with Old Town Road, which I think is going to be on the charts for a long, long time, is that song hasn't gotten old to me. Yeah, I mean... I don't hear it and be like, I hear it. When it's in my rotation on my phone, I pick it up, like when it it comes on, I let that thing play. (laughs) It's like, it still bops. Like, it's a bop. Like, I love it. It's, It's a good song. Slightly off and on topic. How's her name on Instagram? Is it Megan D. Stallion? Megan. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm running into a bunch of. Um, Did you spell the D right? It's two E's. Nah, see, there you go. I'll be looking for that little blue post beside their name once you know they, they made it. You know, they I don't got know the what little. I don't even know what hers is. See, this one says Megan D. Stallion with 90,000 posts. Jesus Christ, that that can't be real. How do you post ninety? It's the stallion. Stallion ninety thousand times. Is 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 that it right there? Is that the right no, one? No, it's the stallion. You see, we have blue check. I thought it'd be a blue check on it. Let me yeah. see what your phone. Let me see. She's she. That's why I need to see the, that. T- the two e's so you don't say Megan the stallion. It's Megan the stallion. Ah, so it's just the stallion. Is what it really is. Mm-hmm. It looks like uh, you don't say Megan the stallion. The Stallion. Okay, and back to what you were saying about the Old Town Road. And yes, Old Town Road is is lit. Um, especially Billy Ray Cyrus verse. Yes. Can we talk about that verse? Um, and we gonna, I'm gonna play that verse too. I'm in just a music mood today. Um, I just want to say thank you to um, the Billboard or whoever it is that took him off of the country um, 
off the country uh, genre and put them on the hip hop genre. We thank you for that number one album. Hello. No, nah, I mean that number one track and uh, how he's breaking the records. We'll we'll put that in the hip hop hall of fame as well. We'll take that one. Thank you. Y'all didn't need it anyway, I guess. <laughs> hey. Oh my God! I should have been following her. <laughs> my goodness, nigga. to Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus for that dope, dope track that does not get old. Play it forever. Keep it on repeat, for actually. Keep it on repeat forever. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I would not be able to Are focus. Are still looking? At, yeah, I was just looking at some Yeah, you're looking at Megan's Instagram. She, she is like, um, <laughs> yeah, she is, she's exuding uh, <laughs> uh, sex appeal here. Yeah. Well, damn, Megan. What song is this? That's some video shoot. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to go ahead and get off that. <laughs> you can get off Instagram here. <laughs> Have your attention back. Yes. <laughs> you can. See, that's what Megan does, and that's what I was talking about. How you be in class with that? How you be in class with you looking at her Instagram, and then you looking at her, you looking at Instagram, looking at her like. Right. And, like, she's, wow. just in there. and she's in there learning with her, with her glasses on and shit, probably, like with a book open. It's fire. Mm-hmm. The, the Little Wayne did that a long time ago. Did, did he actually go into class or did he like was it like online? I don't know. I don't even remember that. Cause this was at the, yeah Little Wayne. I think he went to like somewhere in Phoenix. He went to college. I'm not sure if he actually got a degree. <clears throat> but this was when he was at like the height of his career. Now, how do you do that? That'd be so weird. Freaking Wayne. But I, uh, yeah, hats off to her though. Shout out Lil Wayne. Speaking of Lil Wayne, um, you heard his feature on Chris Brown's album? No, I have not. <sighs> Indigo. Yeah, Indigo. I yo, I don't care. Indigo's good. It's a good song and Man, had had Chris Brown not messed up like he did with Rihanna, he would be one of the biggest stars in the world. You don't think he is now though? He still? is now, but he gets shunned upon for what he did. People still don't like him. People still like you know, they they push him away for that. And I think he could I think he is one of the biggest stars in the world, but I think had he not done it, he would be beloved way more than he is now. Yeah, his way song more. with Lil John on here is Little John? Wow. Right. He got he put that dude out there. That's Lil John. Okay. They do a prolific songwriter, y'all. Yeah. That's his little taste right there. Yeah, that's an ill little mix right, right there, y'all. That's right. kind of, that kind of reminds me of how Beyonce just did her her song with the, um, the remake that she did. It's like, because that sounds familiar. Like, I've heard it before. That music, where did mm-hmm. it come from? Who did he, who did he take? I it don't from? know who he sampled from, but yeah. Okay. What, what about Beyonce? Yeah, you know how she like the song that she got now. How it's a song that somebody had already made that she took it and made it her own. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'm talking to the Beyonce, uh, um, the Beehive, the Beehive uh, connoisseur here. So anything you say with a b. In it, <laughs> I was like, wait. His ears perk up like, huh? I was like, you wait, home? you say who, who, what? About Beyonce, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I to make sure we was coming correct. I didn't want to know Beyonce the, slander. Nah, I could never shade Beyonce okay. ever. Like she but can do no wrong. He's talking about before I let go, which is such a good song. Song of the summer for me. It, it may be, it. it may be that, it may be one of them songs that I'm surprised that one is not gonna push Old Town Road out the number one spot. Oh no, you don't think so? I mean, it, it's too late. 
<laughs> it, it dropped, yeah. She yeah. didn't make it a single. She said she didn't? Hmm. Ah, people just slapped it on the radio anyway. Yeah. You like it, hey, hey. We ain't rocking right, right now. Right now. I can't see it. <laughs> and she, she put a little candy in there, too. She brought the, the electric slide back with this one, I'm telling you. And then her own dance, too. You know, the, the, the Before I Let Go Challenge. Because at the end, she does her... She, she, says, she got a video for this already? I know a video. She uh, wished she should have, but she posted other people. Here you go. Dance, I do the dance, Word to Diana. Sing, here you go. Every time. Hmm. Put this Rise to the ride. Ooh, hey, hey, bunny hop, bunny hop, drop. Oh, okay. Uh, cross your lid, turn around and slide, shuffle to the left, right side. Hey. I never noticed that she was actually talking about a dance. <laughs> yeah, everyone was doing it. She actually posted on her Instagram story. Nice. All like different people doing the challenge, which is like one. Kind of how Drake did with the um, people mm-hmm. walking beside the car and all that shit. Yeah. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? And also, you know, we talk about music, and I just want to make sure people understand that dance challenges, Beyonce started them. People, she a lot started of people don't know dance challenges? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that oh, she wait, man, started the dance craze. The dance craze, okay. Yeah, yeah the dance challenge, yes. Yeah, it started with single ladies. I would say dance hall been challenging each other reggae dance hall music, that's what I'm saying, you know. Oh, no, I'm talking about dance challenges from songs. Oh, yeah, okay. Challenges cool. in the club. I was just saying. <laughs> 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 um, when her song Single Ladies dropped in 2009 and that music video dropped, she had everybody doing the uh oh oh and trying mm-hmm. to do the dance from the video. So she started a whole craze. And, um, you know, now mm. she's still giving us some music. Random to Beyonce trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random Beyonce fact for you guys <laughs> out there because, you know, we need those in our lives to it helps you. Uh, I think you should, but you might want to just drop one of those. Uh, Every podcast and for oh, your I daily. I can relate something to Beyonce easily. Your so. daily Beyonce uh, <laughs> fun fact of the day. Fun fact that listen to Beyonce makes your skin clear and helps your hair grow. <laughs> okay. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> fun fact of the day. Uh, it's true. Don't it's listen like, to that. You will still are, have bad skin these are and bad. be unhealthy. Listen to Beyonce. You won't. Won't you give it a try if you already have bad acne? It won't hurt anything. <laughs> You'd be happier. It releases those chemicals. You'll start doing more, start exercising. Yeah, give boom. it a try. Why not? Face clear. It makes your grass grow. I can see. Um, gives you high GPA. Um, you should make a parody about your that. Your crops will be watered. The you, sun will shine. You should do a parody. Like, put, like, a, like make yourself, like, with acne and stuff, listed Beyonce, then, like, on the next scene, like, wow, my acne's clear. Yeah. Like, forget proactive. It's, it's already a thing on Twitter. That's where I'm getting it from. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> That's why it's a fact. That's why it's a fact. The internet never lies. Never. Never. Anything you see on the internet, it is true. It is true. Unless it's not two times true. Good things about me, then that's then it's fake. It's fake news. What? I say unless it's not good things about (laughs) me, then it's fake news. Like Donald Trump. It's only if it's good, then it's right. Right. If it's bad, it's fake news. news. Alternative (laughs) facts. Get the hell out of here. Alternative (laughs) facts. You know, that's what I want to talk about on the internet today. I'm so disappointed in the internet. Uh, what they do. So, you know, you guys know that Disney is doing a lot of uh, live action uh, movies. So they did, uh, um, recently did The Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. They did uh, Aladdin. Right. And um, the trailer for Mulan just came out. Um, so that's coming, and then also they just casted Ariel for the Little Mermaid live action as well. Right. Um, and I don't know if you guys know, but it's uh, and they're doing The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so with Ariel, it's actually the chick from the Chloe and Haley group, which is Beyonce's <laughs> protege. Wow. They signed to her company, her production, her uh, her. Uh, what do they call them? Something with Beyonce. Her label. It's not okay. her label. Yeah, yeah. So um, Parkwood Entertainment, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so they signed her label, and the Haley, the younger chick, she's just got casted as a, as Ariel. Black girl. Black girl. As Ariel. As Ariel. White people are angry. Yes, the whites are upset again. <laughs> not the whites. Okay. <laughs> the whites are upset. <laughs> um, and, I, and I'm saying the whites because... I'm seeing a lot of my timeline stuff about people upset about 
it true truly upset that it's been a black like their childhood is ruined. Oh my god. Oh my god, I can't believe you casted a black girl. What happens if we were to cast, you know, Princess Tiana, which is the only black princess Disney's princess that we have as a white girl like Yeah, you damn right we're gonna call it. Of hell. course we're gonna be upset because <laughs> what like it's only one versus the fifteen other ones. Some of you guys yeah. got Pocahontas and Moana. Like, what are you talking about? Those are not black girls for one. Poca- they're, they're brown, but they're not black. <laughs> they're not African American. Yeah. And also, I just want to state too, um, like this is my opinion on the situation that, for one, Princess Tiana was a big deal because in the story she was picked on because she was black. Mm-hmm. So her race was a big part of the story. So. Um, that was that's the only one black princess we had. Yeah, I can't think of it. We really don't no, have we, another. We don't have any other ones. Oh yeah, because we it's, we would know. She yeah. was created because she was the first one. So um, and also with uh, this live action film, it's going to be the first uh, black live action princess since uh, Cinderella that Brandy did twenty two years ago. Wow. So Brandy we haven't did. had right. a, a black live action princess in twenty two years. Interesting. White people can't let us have just one. Yeah. And, you know, for years we sat by and we, we sit by now and just watch all the white, you know, princesses and this and white men for this and stuff like that. And we don't really – all we did was ask for more representation. No, I, I've always noticed that any time that a character has been, like, predominantly um, white, for any series of cartoons or movies mm-hmm. or shows, anytime you try to put like a black perspective on it, they do the same thing. So at this point, I, I don't even hear the shade. I don't hear it at all. Like the moment they start rah rah, and it's like, okay, whatever. So when's the movie come out? Uh, when's the show start? You know, mm-hmm. it was only one. I think a comedian said something about it. the only one that would be weird would be like uh, James Bond. And uh, if you, I forgot what comedian said it, but he was like, yo, it's like. It's like based in like London or something like. It's based somewhere when it's like it's a bunch of white people. But see, that's the thing. Black <laughs> people are in London too. I forget what he was saying but you know about what I'm saying? it. Yeah, like, but yeah, that's the thing. Like it can, if it makes sense, it can be. It can be. Yeah. It can be anywhere. Like, the thing people have to understand that there is a difference between. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you guys a difference between. You guys can look it up yourselves as well. But a lot of people's like, well, that's you know, you're. Is the difference between whitewashing? Uh huh. And race bending. Got you. So um, I'm going to explain. So race bending is just, it's in his name. Race bending actually came from the term, came from the movie The Last Airbender. That's when that that term became a part of the dictionary okay. was from The Last Airbender. Because you know, airbending, water bending, uh-huh. they were talking about how some of the characters in that movie were switched. So they, they, they said, jokingly, they were race bending. Right. <laughs> because they were just changing up the races of the different characters. Uh-huh. So race bending is when you when you switch out the race for a character, right? Is you know so white for black, it can be sometimes for black, for white, uh-huh. things of that. But it is not the same thing as whitewashing. Like what they did with the uh, what's that movie Robert De Niro did, where they had him play a Hispanic guy, where they could have just got a Hispanic guy, but they had a white guy play the role. What the fuck is that movie? <laughs> well, that's definitely whitewashing. Yeah. <laughs> so whitewashing comes from so the the remember Gods of Egypt the movie. Where yeah. all the gods, most of the gods were played by white people, mm-hmm. not Egyptians, not people of color, white people. Exactly. So that's kind of like whitewashing. It's because there are roles that out there that back in the day and still now, black people only have so many roles in movies. We don't we don't get a lot of roles in movies. Mm-hmm. So the chance that we do get a role where it was you know normal, it was usually a black person, and mm-hmm. to switch it out for a white person, that's whitewashing. You're watching the movie. And it's not just for black people. It's for people of any color. It's like um, when Scarlett Johansson played the um, the Asian chick um, in that movie, Ghost, yeah. Ghost something, I forgot. I think I'm not. A lot of people were upset about. about that because it's based on a, a, an anime. It's based on a, a, a game, a video game, an anime video game. And people were upset, like, why you couldn't get, like, a Japanese woman to play it? so many. And that so been Scarlett good Johansson. Yeah. So many good Asian yeah, actors so out there. Yeah, so whitewashing. So it's it's about the impact, the power. Like a lot of people tend to forget that racism, racism in general, is is about the power, the mm-hmm. impact that it can have. You heard what Tiffany Haddish did too, right? What she doing? How she was leaving her pocketbook or her purse behind with a recorder in it to hear what people had to say when she left, mm-hmm. and like part of it was like, 
Uh, sometimes she was too ghetto. Sometimes she wasn't ghetto enough. And they were saying how like a couple of them, they was like, well, maybe we should just get a white girl. Like, let's just get a white girl. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's just like your base plan. Like, oh, we can always get a white girl. Like, rather than actually, if you had a black character set for that mm-hmm. to continuously look for one, you didn't get the one you wanted. She didn't work out. Well, you're going to go to a white girl. Right. And that can possibly be what happens in a lot of them. They actually try a couple other races, and if they're just not happy, they're going to go with the superstar white person that they know might get the box office sales. I don't think so. I don't think that's. Well, I mean. I don't know. How I think that's because I think we're trying. You're trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just. I'm just whitewashing is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's why that movie failed. It definitely. didn't fail because oh, we tried to get some people uh-huh. and we ended up getting white. No, you don't make the movie then if you can't if you can't exactly. get the right representation yeah. in the movie. Casting is everything. That's like when they tried to get uh, Zoe Saldana to make that uh, Nina Simone movie, mm-hmm. and Nina Simone is a dark skinned woman and Zoe Saldana is light skinned, mm-hmm. but they casted her and put on a fake nose and painted her face a darker color instead of getting a darker... It needs someone like that uh, singer, the black black lady singer that kind of changed the game a little bit mm-hmm. uh, aspect. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they modified her skin tone instead of just getting a dark skin actress. So it's stuff like that that causes problems. Wow. Find your people. There are many different races out there that are talented. You mm-hmm. just have to look for them. True Don't that. just settle and say, "Oh, we'll settle with this person," when especially when this it pertains to the story. Like when race matters to the story, I think yeah, that's you need the to stick with it. Yeah, between gender, excuse me, race bending and like whitewashing. So, I think that with Ariel, race is not a part of the story. Mm-hmm. She's a mermaid. She's a fictional <laughs> character. Exactly. Cinderella is not part of the story, and if even with Cinderella being black, it also it also elevated the story. People just going off the Disney character, period. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Disney character was, was white. So. If that was the case, then black people still won't have any new roles if all the roles were just for white people. Exactly. Because a lot of characters and stuff was created in that time were created for white folks, and black people were not considered. So if we stay with that, then black people still won't have roles in the future. Anything. Unless yeah. something that is newly created. Yeah, exactly. that's what I was going to say. And, yeah. and it's representation. I don't understand. And as a people, a lot of times people say, oh, you know, the whites have 15 princesses. We have one. It's a us. I think... Us as a people, mm-hmm. representation matters. It's amazing we have Mulan, Pocahontas, Moana, and now you know and Tiana, and now we'll have a a black Ariel, and it shows that mm-hmm. it's it, re- representation. I think is number one. It's good to know that people like you can do certain things, and you can mm-hmm. see yourself on TV. True that. Because w- growing up, um, what helped me a lot growing up was watching shows like The Cosby Show, watching shows like. Um, I love seeing Kiki Palmer on True Jackson VP she, oh, right. um, on Nickelodeon. She was the highest paid child star on for the longest time on TV for True Jackson VP. I did not know that. And um, she had she was VP. She was vice president of her own company. So it was it was amazing to see uh, you know a black a uh, black young kid like that. I was like, oh, I can wow. do that. You know, I only um, remember her from like Sweet Sixteen. That's where I remember her from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so Raven uh, was All another right. good black show. So we didn't have many, but the ones we did have were important because representation matters. Yes, it does. So um, I just wanted to say my piece on that. That if Ariel, since Ariel's gonna be black, that's dope. Very dope. Now, if we need to get the, the cartoon story. black version, we'd be even better. Right. And they had other black mermaids in the cartoon. So um, I, I just think it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Um, it's exciting to see. I, I like. Um, also, too, um, a lot of people were upset. Uh, I remember uh, when Harley Quinn, the DC movie, was that movie's coming out soon. I think this year or next year. Um, black Canary, um, which is normally a. Black Canary is white, you know, in the comics. So mm-hmm. she's a white woman. But um, she's going to be portrayed by a black actress in this movie. And a lot of people are upset. And it's like, her being white or black does not change the story. Right. You know, like, um, it doesn't strip anything from the story. Like, which, like if the, like, 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 like the anime, when, when the, the story was about, was the story placed in Asia or something mm-hmm. like that? Too? It, it yeah, was see, about that. It was about a, yeah. yeah so like when it's like when you have an origin of a certain area, let, let, just stick to that. So making Black Canary black would yeah. be okay, but you guys have been saying like making someone like Storm or Black Panther white is not okay because that the st- character is rooted in the stories of Africa. Mm-hmm. That would be whitewashing. 
Yes. You know, so representation matters. And right now there is a lot a lot of white representation. So the media, the movies is not lacking white representation. Whatsoever. White people, white males, white females have been able to see themselves on TV doing all sorts of things for ages, for years, for hundreds mm-hmm. of years. Mm-hmm. And now black people are starting to see that we can be the president we can be a scientist. We mm-hmm. can be that. We can be. We can work for NASA. Before, if you didn't have it on TV, you didn't see it. You didn't think it was possible. That's very yes, much there true. were black astronauts, absolutely. But if you didn't see them on TV, how else would you know there were black astronauts? Because they weren't teaching that in the schools exactly. back then. So, black representation matters, and and just teaching all representation matters. So that's when you guys can use all representation matters. And look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not all lives matter. We're not, you, we're not using I, that right now. But you, you can use there. all representation matter. So there y'all go because y'all like to use the all stuff. The all, uh-huh. the all stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you hear uh, recently Starbucks threw out some cops on Fourth of July because the customers felt um, threatened? Yeah. Hold on. The customers felt threatened by the cops. Yep. Please tell me about this story. No, that was it. They threw out cops because the customers felt threatened. That was that's the end of the story. <laughs> wow, that happens to black people all the time. Yeah, were I know. the cops black? I don't know. See, look, <laughs> I need I need deeper. I need. I don't know. Deeper. Was it a, was an all white uh, uh, building for, uh, for was it a building for white people and two black cops came in like no nah, those are black people with guns and they getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting the fuck out of here. I need details on this story. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> but uh, but it, either or you know cops is cops is cops. So if they had, if they got kicked out for people feeling threatened then you know so be it. God damn it, cause I'm I feel threatened every time I walk past I see a cop my goddamn self. So yeah, it's crazy how times have changed. Like before. Um, before the social media age, I was not afraid of cops. I'm yeah, not no, I, 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 well, I wasn't either because I was I naive. Not, I don't do I'm anything wrong. I, I <laughs> was, I was very naive. I knew from growing up as a young man how mm-hmm. cops all, could treat us. Right, all black people. That was like a thing that all black people. Yeah, but knew. when I used to get pulled over, I used to help cop. I got a gun in the car right here. Here's my gun. Here's my ID and my wallet. Yeah. Here's my registration. Now, I've gotten pulled over. I think twice. The first time, I actually forgot I had my gun in the car. The second time, I actively didn't say a goddamn thing. I'm like, I ain't saying shit, yeah. like because I don't want to have to reach for it. I don't want to have to grab because it. You I don't tell have to them hand there's a, like there's a gun in here or there's a oh gun in my seat. My they God. freak out. They do it every. So time. I rather you like if it comes to searching, I rather you just find it then because yeah. Yeah. that way. I'm well, hold on, nah, that's a that's a whole lot of charge. So what you mean? I if I know there's an active chance that you may have to search my car, excuse me. I'm gonna let you know. Like if I, well, if, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, if I've been smoking weed in my car, I'm gonna immediately give my gun because I already know. Even though the smell of weed is not a uh, a searchable offense, just because you smell weed don't mean anything. You have to actually visibly see a seed or blunt guts or some type of paraphernalia. Most people don't know that, but uh, yeah, I smell weed in your car, so you still ain't searching my car. But I know cops can break the law and do whatever the fuck they want to do. So yeah, for certain certain reasons, I'm gonna let you know I got a gun in the car. But I was speeding a couple times and. They pulled me over, and uh, I'm not telling you shit. I ain't telling you shit. I got a gun right here in my glove department. Uh, uh, glove. What's the armrest? I'm not telling you shit, period, because I'm scared as hell now. I've mm-hmm. seen too many people die from, like, for, for, <coughs> for, Landro, yeah, yeah, man. He literally said, I have a gun. I want to let you know. License and everything. Yeah, he's like, look, I'm, I'm going to get my wallet. It's like. I don't want to talk about that because that would piss me off mm-hmm. just, just thinking about it. It's upsetting. Um, yeah. So I, 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 it's crazy to – I have friends who are police officers. and Me too. And I've just told them just please don't become one of the bad guys. Yeah, man. It's funny because <coughs> sometimes I almost want to – Join the police force so I can make a difference. Same. Inside, I thought about inside, that too. Yeah. I was thought about joining CMPD for real though. Like dead ass. I really thought about becoming a police officer. But honestly, I told I was telling my mom the other day. I was like, I think they would probably try to kill me because I'm not gonna conform. Well, I would to how seemingly conform. Quotation air quotations for those who can't see me. I would seemingly <laughs> form conform, but I would I, w- I would be in the hood and be comfortable. But you cover up some stuff, like shoot a black kid or any type of kid, I'm telling. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I, I was there. I saw him. He was no threat. He turned off his camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was on, though. I told him it was off. I just covered up the red light. 
I just put a black marker over it. You right there, baby. They have it in for you, yo. They have it in They would definitely you. have it in because, like, I cops are supposed to serve the community and protect the people. Like, the peop- yeah. they are a service to the community. They are first re- and also they're first responders, too. People don't realize that the cops are also first responders, like paramedics, so mm-hmm. they also give medical attention. Right. They know to give CPR and stuff like that. So it, it kills me when cops just act a certain way and act like they have a disregard for life because when if you were to shoot someone if you had to you in some good cops you've seen it they shot someone they immediately go and apply pressure mm-hmm. their goal was not to kill the guy exactly but most cops that is their goal like they when they pull out their gun the moment they pull the trigger i gotta kill him like i have to kill him and I, I, fear I, for my life. I hate when i hear cops say this one thing it really really pisses me off Yo, my goal is to go home at night. That is not your goal. If that was your goal, you should have picked a less dangerous job. You shouldn't try to be a cop because your goal isn't to go home. Your goal should be to protect and to serve. You should know that there's a chance that you may not go home. That's like going to war. I mean, My I goal know is you, to come back in three years. Yeah, so. I know you want to come back home, but that isn't your goal. Your goal is to do whatever it was that you went and out there fight to do. The, company, the yeah. country, yeah. And if that means sacrificing your life, that is what it is. And right. if that's what you chose to do as your career... Your goal isn't to come home. Your goal is to protect, to serve, and period. That, that's it. No, that's 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 definitely true. The, yeah. the things have switched up. And I think that, honestly, if you are in a job where you're so scared, like some we've seen cops mm-hmm. be, um, the difference between, you know, with a cop and being black and why I don't believe that the same blue lives matter is a, a, a real thing other than black lives matter mm-hmm. um, because cops can take off their uniform. Exactly. And in the day, they can take off and go back Can't into the civilian clothes. But you cannot remove the, your skin color, you know, other than, you know, who. But um, that's just a... It's a documentary on Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. on Netflix. It's, it's about Flint and, like, the crime and, like, the water and all the issues and... That it's a, it's, they, they follow the police force around, and it's, it gives you a real clear look into, like, it's, it's not a doc. I don't know if it's a documentary about police or if it's a documentary about Flint, but to me, it's, it's starting to form as a documentary about police and how, how they handle their business, and you see the good in cops, and you also see the bad in them all at the exact same time, and it's kind of weird and, and, and interesting to watch. I've seen... I seen one instance where a cop was like flawless in one instance, and then on the next, it's like, "Well, dude, like, what the hell?" Like, mm-hmm. and it's it all it almost makes you feel like, is it the training that does that to them? Like, does the training strip them from who they really are and really just brainwash them to be like, "Nah, like, these guys are criminals." Like, like basically, the police chief it's, was like, "I don't care if you're doing this, you're going to jail." Because at the end of the day, like, I understand like. They, they have one of the highest crime rates in the country, but they don't have enough police on their forces. They don't have enough police on the force to actually do anything about the crime. Like, somebody can get shot, and it'd take an hour for the cops to get there, a whole hour, maybe two hours. Like, nobody comes, and it's like, okay, good, I understand you got a problem, but he said something like, yeah, if you're sagging your pants, we're going to take you to jail. I was like, oh, hold on, bro, like. It's a bit um, militaristic, I think, um, because I, I think in the military, you, they do strip you of your identity because I think that's important right. because it's not about individuality. It's about as a team, team. in war, a war zone. Yeah. It's not, yeah, but it's not a war, not zone, a war zone, zone. You know, like, at the end of the day, you go home, you take off that identity and mm-hmm. you put back on. I mean, of course, you do have a, uh, a bit of that police officer in you when you're off duty. You know, you still, you know, you still protect the community, but... Your job is not to kill. Your job is to protect and serve. Nah, they, um, they feel like their job is to go out and catch criminals, which it is. It's I mean, a no, part of that's it. part of protecting. So, so actually, you should go out and catch criminals. Absolutely. I, I just feel like everybody that's a cop, anybody that they see that they think is doing something wrong, they can turn anybody into a criminal. Like, you can be the most upstanding citizen, but the moment they see you as a threat of any sort, you're the criminal. Mm-hmm. Like. That was a story um, recently about a guy who um, was in the hospital, mm-hmm. and um, he had pneumonia, and both he had double pneumonia. So he had pneumonia in both lungs. Wow. Um, so the, the I didn't know there was a thing. Yeah. So the staff told him to uh, you know go outside, walk around. He, had, he was hooked to an IV, so he goes outside the hospital, walk around and stuff. 
hooked to an IV, like he has the thing? That yeah, he, he has the thing. That he had to. You know. Wow. So, he had okay. to go. so pneumonia patients, they tell you to walk around anyway. So, right. um, so get some fresh air, you know. So he goes outside, walks around, um, gets, um, I'm going to say harassed by some, like, security officer talking about, are you stealing this IV machine? That's hooked in my skin. <laughs> yeah, wild stuff. So the police gets called, and you can literally hear the video. Like The guy's like, I don't care what you're out here for. You're going to jail. Like he's like, bro, like the IV is in his arm. Then I simply um, could have just called the hospital. And verified. Or the hospital bracelet was on his arm. Wow. The IV was in his arm. Um, he was just walking, wasn't running. He had a hospital gown on. They took him to jail. <coughs> he ended up having <sighs> a seizure. Wow. An asthma attack in the back. And they finally got him a hospital care. Then. So, of course, you know, his family's suing. Oh, um, of course. The city, but it's just like we do we forget about de escalation anymore? Do we can't just say, Oh, let me just go verify real quick. Two, can we have some common sense? How am I trying to steal an IV machine that's inside of my arm? <clears throat> and also, like, the hot, the some one of the nurses there actually was like being super technical. She was like, Technically, when you're in a hospital, you're paying for the IV machine, so technically, that's kind of your IV machine exactly. until you leave, you know. Yeah. Because that's what you're paying for. You're paying for that room. You're mm -hmm. paying for that bed. So, but it's just interesting. Like, I mean, he almost died after he was just walking. So, so those are the stories that, you know, we're talking about. Yeah. I seen um, one like that on YouTube as well. But this black guy knew his rights. Oh, he knew his rights to a T. Like, he was literally just walked to his backyard. A cop jumped out on him like, what are you doing? Da, da, da. He's like, y'all, I, I live here. I was walking to my backyard. He's like, I didn't know anyone lived here and stuff like that. Let me see your ID. And he was like, like, no, I'm not giving you anything. Yeah, I'm not about to be part of any report or anything. I don't want you to put my name on something so that they can say, next time they put me, oh, that's right, you was the guy that did this. So mm -hmm. they can just start building a story or a case on me. And, yeah, he ripped the cops. The cops, it was a couple of them. He ripped them a new one because he knew, like, penal code dot four, check up, look here. I know it to a T, like, better than they did. And uh, it was very interesting to watch. But, like you say, all you have to do is be living as a black man. I'm not sure if that person was black or white or what. It was black. Yeah, all you gotta do is be alive and you are a threat and a criminal. So that's why we say black representation matters. It that's very why much we say does. black lives matter. Because we have to start de-escalating these situations. Not saying that it don't happen to white people, but it happens to, disproportionately happens to black people a lot more. So we, that's why we say these things. So yeah. until we start to see or believe that we matter in the news and the media, that we're going to keep saying it. It matters. All representation matters. And this is, we are still talking about music, so don't get it confused. This is, this is in the music. I know, we just got off topic. I was just That's fine. To <laughs> we didn't have a topic for today. Yeah. Um, I, I like where the conversation went to. So. Yeah. And honestly, I, I have so much experience in it. I could talk about that all day long. Like, I've had so many different experiences with the police that it's not even funny. Like, I, I've ripped so many cops a new asshole. It's ridiculous. Like, and they, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I don't know. I could tell you stories for days where cops thought they was going to handle me a certain way. And I've been pulled over and, and dealing with cops since I was, like, 10 years old from cops jumping out on me because they thought we was popping fireworks, pulling guns out on us to being a grown man and cops telling me he was gonna search my car for reasons that he can't even prove. Like, mm -hmm. like no, you're not. You know, why can't I search it if you don't have anything in it? Because I ain't got nothing in it, I ain't about to let you waste my time, B, so move <laughs> on. Like, you guys say you're gonna search my car, you take 30 minutes of my goddamn time mm -hmm. and, and you don't find nothing. So no, move, moving along, but yeah, so. I got I got cop stories for days. So man. know your rights, please. Know them. Um, Look them up if you don't know them. Look them up yes. for your local Educate jurisdiction. Yourself. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but um, are we out know. of time here? I know we've been talking for a bit, almost an hour. Look at us. Yeah, look at us. Season two, episode one. 
We in this bitch. Yeah, it was. Uh, this was good. So, um, before we go, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, my final thought is I hope uh, I hope the baby actually uh, continues his uh, meteoric rise. I hope that he drops a second album and it's even bigger and better than the first. And uh, know your rights in your county. Yes, those were good, City. Uh, my final thoughts are. Um, I love the blackness that I'm seeing in our hip hop community. I love the new blackness that's rising between Megan Thee Stallion, the baby, and Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm just happy to be black. I thought he was changing his name. Who? Lil Nas. Is it Lil Nas or Lil Nas? Lil Nas X. He was. He. I think he had did like uh, it's a contribution to Nas or something like that, and he said he was going to change. He gonna change to like little X or something like that. He's but joking. He was joking. Wow, got me. You got oh me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm happy to be black. Um, shout out to blackness. Shout out to black people. Yes. Shout out to us. Yeah, we're black. Mostly. I'm black. <laughs> I'm a good mixture, but you know all you need is a piece. Uh, right. All you need is a piece. <laughs> all you need is a piece of being a nigga. <laughs> nigga. That's not what we said. That's what the white folks said. I'm just saying. Oh man. But um, yeah, we're gonna cut this off. But um, hopefully we see you guys. Uh, we talk to you guys again next week. Um, see you later, guys. <laughs>